Welcome to the Hope on the Way podcast with Father John Ahmet. John is the coordinator for the Christian Ecumenical and Missional Society of St. Patrick and St. Aidan, and he's the founder of Hope on the Way Ministries. Now, join Father John and discover hope and relevant answers in following Jesus, who is the way and the truth and the life. I usually don't preface these messages, but I wanted to let all of you know and all of our listeners know that I typically don't pick the Scripture readings for the Sundays. We use the lectionary, which is a list of Scripture readings, and I almost exclusively, not always, but almost exclusively, tend to preach from the Gospel reading of the day. And today's Gospel reading is about the Gerasene demoniac. And as I was contemplating this message, I felt the Lord telling me, to tell all of you the truth and not try to whitewash the reality that we live in. With that, let's begin. How many of you have heard of the phrase, it's an open secret? How many of you have heard of that? Okay. Well, it literally means that it's a supposed secret that is in fact known to many people. And since 1973, the release of the blockbuster film, The Exorcist, which, by the way, was based on a true exorcism in 1949, it has been an open secret in prevailing culture that demons are real. They oppress people, and in some cases, they even possess people. Since the release of that 1973 movie, there's been many more Hollywood movies, some based on true stories. Still, the prevailing culture pretends that it's not real. Nonetheless, it's very real. Demonic oppression, and in a few cases, even full demonic possession is real to too many people as our prevailing culture moves away from God, as illicit immorality, neo-paganism, neo-occultism fills the void that has been removed as God has been removed from our culture, demonic powers are rushing into the West like never before. Many people in Western society, even in our own culture, reporting that they are afflicted by tormenting demonic spirits. And folks, I've seen this firsthand. And honestly, you can't make this stuff up. I couldn't make it up when I begin to tell you about it. In Luke chapter 8, verses 28 through 39, there was this Gerasene man that Christ delivered from His oppression and possession by demonic powers. But at the end of the story, 
Not only is this guy set free, but Christ commissions him as an evangelist. The first evangelist to non-Jewish people. What a turning of the tables, huh? Hey, there's good news. There's good news for you. For you who are listening today, God loves you. And those of you who are being troubled by, by evil spirits, you're not crazy. God loves you. And He wants to set you free from demonic oppression and He wants to transform your life so that you can serve and enjoy Jesus. So what are some signs of demonic oppression? Some signs could also be symptomatic of emotional and mental illness. Okay? So just because I list especially these earlier signs that I'll list, it doesn't mean that someone who has this sign is necessarily demonized. Could be very well they just have an emotional or mental illness. And we have to be the, uh, careful that we don't become the accusers of the brethren. Okay? That we don't accuse our fellow Christians of, of being, being evil or having demons or, or being untouchable. And we have to understand that most people who are demonized, that is, that they are oppressed by evil spirits, are victims. They are often, often, most often, merely victims of living in a fallen and cruel world that unfortunately is infested with demonic powers. Sometimes, I will say this, sometimes mental and emotional illnesses can have a demonic underlying root. Doesn't mean the emotional and mental illness is not legitimately natural, physical, however you want to look at it. But oftentimes these demons can get into underlying roots of these illnesses. And these demons are like rats. Rats live on garbage in the cities and they hide in the dark. And oftentimes what demonic powers will do is they'll get into, they'll get in and under ailments of mind and body and spirit and they'll, they'll ramp up the pain. And they delight in it and they feed off of it. As I give these signs from oppression to what we would call full, full possession, that is when a demonic spirit takes over the personality, the body of a person and speaks out of them, that is full possession. I want you to know that these are, these are escalating signs. So I'm going to start with, with signs that people could be more oppressed by evil spirits. Yes, they are, they are being demonically attacked and oppressed, but the demons aren't taking over their conscious will speaking out of them. The first sign I'd like to mention is intense intertorment. Intense inner torment. In verse 27 of Matthew chapter 8, it says that this demonized man lived in the tombs and he would cry out. In fact, he'd tear his clothes off. He was, he was in pain, mental pain, emotional pain, 
physical pain, spiritual pain. People who are being oppressed by evil spirits often are tormented by inner voice. Self-talk that is intensely accusative, intensely shaming, accusations of worthlessness, guilt, suicidal thoughts. People who are undergoing demonic oppression can also exhibit oppressive and debilitating anxiety and depression. Now, it doesn't mean that everyone who is, has an anxiety disorder or a depressive disorder is essentially demonized. It doesn't mean that, but certainly it could mean that. That's why we need to be discerning rather than just assuming when we're ministering to people. So this inner intense torment that goes on and on and on and doesn't seem to stop. Another sign of someone who is being oppressed by evil spirits is that they have periods in their daily life where they have no memory. I've asked people, do you have times in your daily life when you don't remember, let's say, from noon to four? And they go, yeah. Not necessarily meaning they are demonized, but certainly suspicious. It says in verse 29 that this man who was demonized, many times the demons had seized him. And when they seized him, they, just, they had seized his consciousness. Sometimes these demonic entities, even though they don't talk out or manifest in people, they, they can take over time periods of people's lives where it's really them and not the person who is living out the day or periods of the day. Another one is physical maladies with no medical explanation. When my son and I were in India one time, we were praying for some folks and someone brought a very lovely young lady to us to pray. And her fingers were closed to the palm of her hands. And they asked to pray for her to get the use of her hands back. I had a strong suspicion there was a demonic root to this, but I asked the interpreter to ask her, have you gone to doctors about this? Yes, she had gone to doctors. They were not able to help her. And then I just prayed to the Lord, Lord, how can we help this, this young lady who is being victimized by demonic powers? And the Holy Spirit instructed me to have the young lady pray with me and say the name of Jesus. And as she was to say the name of Jesus, she would open her hands. And so we began. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And her hands began to open. And the face, her face lit up with joy as her hands began to open. And the last Jesus, her hands fully opened. And then she collapsed on the ground. She transformed into a slithering snake. She was still human, but her body was writhing and making snake, snake motions, and her tongue was flickering. And her eyes became serpentine, and her pupils slanted. And folks, this isn't an uncommon occurrence in that part of the world. And I don't really have time to elaborate on it, but medical issues that there is no medical cause for, no physical cause. 
Could be that you're being demonized. Another one is self-harm. Mark tells us in his gospel that this man was cutting himself with stones. Because someone cuts themselves doesn't mean necessarily that they are being demonized, but it's strongly suspected because it's not natural for, for sane people to hurt themselves. And you talk to these folks and they hear voices telling them and tormenting them about how bad they are and how they should hurt themselves. Another sign speaking as another person or in the third person. They'll refer to themselves as she or he as they talk, even though it's their voice. Or they'll say, I'm not Lisa, I'm not Jim. Also, there could be a manifestation of a demonic voice. A demonic voice is, is similar to what you probably have seen in these, these, these demon movies that Hollywood produces. And the voices are supposed to be scary. So when these demonic creatures manifest through people and take over their voice, they often try to scare you by using a real sinister voice. In verse 30 of Matthew 8, Jesus asked him, What is your name? And he said, Legion. For many demons had gone into him. A legion in that day was 6,000. Some translations say, My name is Mob. And I've had... Um, instances in praying for people where a demonic voice answered that we are mob. Many. We are many. One time my wife and I were praying for a, a young woman who had attempted suicide and she was in a church building where these things should be pursued. And as we began to pray for her, she began to, to speak in Languages I did not understand, and she began to speak in multiple languages at once. There was not one voice coming out of her, but many voices. So again, speaking in another voice, speaking in the third person, speaking in a demonic voice. Another, and we're getting, we're getting more towards the, the, uh, the manifestation of full possession here, superhuman strength. This man Jesus delivered and freed he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, but he had broken his chains. Very common manifestation with people who are undergoing deliverance from demonic powers is that they have superhuman strength. Another one is supernatural manifestations. That these people who are demonized severely and, and nearing or happening full possession, that they exhibit supernatural manifestations, you should look at them as counterfeits to the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They counterfeit what the Holy Spirit does to mock the Holy Spirit. What are these counterfeit gifts that they can exhibit? Knowledge of things not known. Verse 28, when he, when he saw Jesus, what did he say? What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of God? People who don't believe in the supernatural aspect of the text of sacred Scripture would try to tell you that somehow word had gotten around that it was Jesus. So we kind of got it as secondhand news. But come on, folks, this is a supernatural, this is a supernatural counterfeit gift of knowledge. Also, language is not known to the victim. I've already mentioned that. Very common, they'll speak in other languages not known to them. 
supernatural physical contortion. I already mentioned the poor woman, and by the way, she was joyfully delivered that night, that they can exhibit supernatural physical contortion that one wouldn't expect a normal human being to be able to do. Roman Catholic priest, Father Vincent Lampert, I'll give you his name again in case you're interested in looking him up on the, uh, the internet. Father Vincent Lampert shares about when he was training in Rome to be an exorcist and sent back to the United States that one of his very first training sessions, he witnessed an older woman who levitated. Again, you can't make this stuff up. Now, I know what many of you who are probably listening to me today are saying. Unless I see it, I won't believe it. People, people get excited. People make, you know, they get all hyped up. Unless I see it, I won't believe it. Let me tell those of you who are saying this. You don't want to see it, folks. You don't want to be there unless God calls you to. And I would never, ever video this because it would glorify the devil and it would bring dishonor to those who are being victimized by the devil. You won't want to see it. But there are many people who are being victimized, who are being oppressed for various reasons by evil spirits, and the church remains silent. It's a open secret. If this is you, you suspect you're being oppressed by evil spirits. Here's how you can get freedom from this. It's the obvious. Turn to God. Throw yourself on His mercy. In verse 18 of Luke 8, the restored man, the man who was set free, begged to go with Jesus. Begged Him, I want to go with you. And Jesus said, no, you're an evangelist. Go and share what God has done for you. Also, let me say this. As you turn to God with all your strength, with all your mind, with all your soul, with all your spirit, as you turn to God, don't hesitate to get medical or psychiatric help. For some people, modern meds can, can help and are used by God. Like I said earlier, sometimes certain conditions, whether they be physical conditions, emotional or mental illness, can have an underlying demonic presence, but the, the organic cause is, is not demonic, and so medication could help you. And when you go to doctors, try to seek out Christian doctors and psychologists. Try to find Christian rehab centers so you'll get the nurture of both mind, soul, and body. you got to turn to God, folks. Turn to Him. Full force. And you have to renounce Satan and his works. I'm serious about this. Some of you are in a fight for your life, and you've got to turn to God for salvation, and you've got to renounce Satan and his works. The earliest form of baptism, the question was asked, do you renounce Satan? It was part of the exorcism of every Christian convert in the early church because the, the Roman Greco culture was essentially pagan. People were entering the church demonized and they said, let's just deal with this at baptism. 
You've got to renounce Satan. You've got to give up especially occult and pagan practices. By the way, usually when you see those kinds of things when people are being, you know, are levitating or objects are moving around the room during a deliverance, that's never happened to me. I've never seen a levitation. I've never seen objects thrown. But I've been told by very reliable sources that oftentimes those are spirits of the occult. And if you've been dabbling in the occult, you have to stop. You have to renounce Satan and repent of what you've done. You've got to get out of this neo-paganism stuff. Some of you are being assaulted because you're into fairies and you're into Nordic gods and you, you entered into this like, like innocently and hey, we'll do this elfin fantasy and this, this white witchcraft and, and it, 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 it began innocently and now, now, you're in the, now you're in the storm. And maybe the only reason you can even hear this right now is you are in the eye of the storm. You've got to get out of this stuff. You've got to renounce it. You've got to repent of it. Like I said, you've got, to get, you've got to get rid of the garbage in your life to get rid of the rats. I know some of you are just like, how can I do that? I need help. Well, you can get help from reputable Christian healing centers and organizations. common one is the Order of St. Luke. The Order of St. Luke. They're a healing organization. Look them up on the internet. The, the healing organization of St. Luke. There are Christian healing centers. One in Jacksonville, Florida. Started by Father Francis McNutt. Others that are associated with him. And, and others basically doing the same thing. Just turn to God. Renounce Satan. Get rid of your, your occult practices. Get the garbage out of your life. If you need more help, which you probably will, get to a reputable Christian healing center or organization. Contact me via email if you need help finding one, and I'll do my best to see what's in your part of the country. So let's wrap this up. Demonic oppression and possession are open secrets in our prevailing culture. And unfortunately, too often an open secret in the prevailing culture of the church. But folks, even Hollywood suspects it's true, right? <laughs> You'll see, based on a true story in these movies, even Hollywood suspects it's true. I was reading an article from an ABC News affiliate, WQAD in Illinois, 2021-22 article that stated that 80% of the American public has had a paranormal experience. 18% of people reportedly have seen a ghost. Look, for most of you listening to me, if not all of you, you are not crazy. You are a victim. God loves you. He wants to set you free. He wants to restore your life. You can be free from tormenting evil spirits. Jesus said to the man He set free that day, go home to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how He has had mercy on you. So the man went away and began to tell all the people in the ten cities of the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him. And all the people were amazed. May Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit give you His peace, His power, 
His delivering presence. Amen. You've been listening to the Hope on the Way podcast with Father John Ahmed. We invite you to subscribe or follow this podcast on your preferred podcasting platform. To find out more about Hope on the Way Ministries and Father John, check out our website at hopeontheway.info. That's hopeontheway.info. Now, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, and the companionship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen. Amen.